entertainment and media festival South by Southwest is coming to Australia for the first time in October. The man responsible for bringing it to Sydney is Colin Daniels. Colin is a veteran of the music industry, including more than a decade running music company Inertia, which he left last year after becoming managing director of South by Southwest Sydney. And with less than five months to go, South by Southwest has now announced its first speakers, which is why we're talking today. Colin, welcome. Let's start there. How did this role come about for you? Hi, Tim. It's really great to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on. I've been to South by Southwest 19 times. I've been part of the creative and events industries for more than 30 years, not just with record companies, but also as a concert promoter, uh, a festival owner, and I've spent a long time working around the world on events as well as um, you know record companies. I am passionate about what this event is, and I'm very passionate about the creative industries in Sydney, Australia, and the APAC region. And South by Southwest is a platform. This is our coming out party to the world for our screen industry, our music industry, our gaming industry, our tech and innovation industry, and our number one attendee of South by Southwest. Uh, if you take the stats from Austin, Texas, but also the uh, registrations so far and the interest so far for Sydney is the marketing and advertising industry. Very interesting. And um, from your point of view, what, what was it that took you from an enthusiastic delegate to somebody working on it? TEG which is the company responsible for the license for South by Southwest for the Southern Hemisphere event. Uh, I also own a concert promotion business and festivals um, called Handsome Tours. And I have a relationship with TEG based around all the tours we do from Kid Leroy through to Fairgrounds Festival and about 60 other events a year. It was through that relationship that I got to know Jeff Jones, the CEO of TEG, and we discussed South by Southwest and my involvement. I was, uh, he understood the passion I had for the event, my understanding of the creative industries in our region, and my enthusiasm and experience around uh, you know, providing an incredible event experience. Well, let's, um, uh, in a moment, we'll start talking about some of that content, which, as you say, is already, in terms of attendees, beginning to move into that media and marketing world. Um, uh, first, I like, maybe for those who haven't been to Austin, to the, to the, to the, the parent, uh, festival, um, perhaps you could explain what it is that makes South by Southwest different to other, I, 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 I guess it's not quite a conference, not quite a festival, is it? It's somewhere between the two. South by Southwest is many, many different parts to the octopus. It's a conference. It's a film festival. It's a music festival of showcase artists. It's gaming. It is a tech and innovation event. But the number one goal of attendees of South by Southwest is networking, and the number two goal is discovery. 
South by Southwest was created with a vision to help creative people achieve their goals. This is what this event does. Where it's different, the reason it's been around for 37 years, the reason it has a net promoter score in the high 60s, is the convergence and the discovery with an ounce of fun. There are not many events in the world where people take holidays from their job in order to go to South by Southwest, an industry conference. How many events in the world would you take holidays to go and meet your colleagues around the world? It's an incredible event. And discovery and the future is the forefront and convergence. You're not just going to hear from people in your industry talk about sessions and uh, you know experiences in your industry. You, you know, you might be in the screen industry, but you're happy to sit in and learn about what's happening with AI and music or what's happening with quantum or what. There's so much. And the beauty of South by Southwest is the simplicity of how it is presented. There's never been a panel or a session that I've been uncomfortable in at South by Southwest or thought that went over my head. It takes really interesting futurist topics and explains it in an exciting way that really gives you that enthusiasm and broadens your mind about what's happening in the future. Well, let's start drilling into some of that content then. Um, for you, of the of the the sessions and the contents that you've announced so far, what um what are the highlights? What's exciting you so far? Firstly, Tim, let's talk about the scale of what South by Southwest is. There is more than a thousand sessions and events and activities across seven days. This is in the Sydney event or in the Austin Austin event. Oh, this is the Sydney event. You know, across Darling Harbour, Haymarket, Ultimo and Chippendale, there are more than 50 venues for you to run around and see panels, sessions, workshops, mentor sessions, artist showcases, film screenings, activations, networking parties, you name it. But let's talk about with the marketing and advertising um and media. Highlights for me. Firstly, our first keynote we announced was Amy Webb. As you know, keynotes at South by Southwest, uh, it's like addressing the United Nations of the creative industries. You know, South by Southwest is the world's fair for the creative industries is how we look at it. Amy Webb from the Future Today Institute sums up for me South by Southwest more than anything. Amy is the most requested speaker online, um, through our social media, through LinkedIn, um, and the most popular session at South by Southwest in Austin. Amy releases the Future Trends Report every year. Amy consults to many of the Fortune 500 companies around the world on what is happening in the future. Amy sums up South by Southwest for me more than anyone. And no matter what industry you're from, no matter what level you're at in your career, listening and seeing Amy Webb speak is an absolute incredible experience. 
Okay, that's one. Yeah, what else? Uh, what else is exciting you? I'm really excited about uh, Guy Kawasaki. Uh, at the moment, he's you know amongst being an author and a very very popular in demand. Um, uh, speaker, he's the chief evangelist at Canva, and as you know, he was formerly the chief evangelist at Apple. Guy always has some incredible nuggets, some incredible insights, and promotes conversation. We've got Christian Jewell coming out, the CEO of Group N. Um, obviously, you know their motto is to make advertising work better for everyone. I'm really looking forward to uh, what Christian's going to present, but. As I said, it's not just about the advertising and marketing industry tracks. It, it, you're, you're turning up to um, hear so many other things, and that's what makes South by Southwest interesting. For me, ones I'm really looking forward to would be Ben Lamb and Andrew Pask talking about the de-extinction project. This is where they are you know, working about uh, reviving the woolly mammoth and the thylacine. Then you've got... Per Sundan, uh, if you've seen the uh, biopic kind of uh, series called The Playlist on Netflix about Spotify, Per Sundan was the record company executive in Scandinavia who was the first record company executive to be very vocal around piracy. Um, uh, the solution to piracy was streaming services. Um he is currently the CEO of Pop House, which, amongst many other things, um, was involved and launched the ABBA Immersive Project um, in London, which is incredible. It's something like 60,000 people a month or something are going along to see that. I'm really interested in hearing what Per's got to say about um, entertainment and the future using technology. We've got Noah Russell coming out from Miami from Accenture, who's an awarded uh, technologist and, uh, you know, a champion for data and AI literacy. Um, oh, where do I go on? There's uh, so many speakers. Yeah, one of the hard things must be um, with, some, with some of these topics, particularly when you talk about something like AI, in five months, so much is going to change between now and then. So making the decisions on, I guess, when you actually close the boom gate on sessions must be quite hard as well to get the latest stuff. What a great uh, comment, Tim, because you're right. This is a futurist event. And, you know, I was asked, um, you know, a year ago when we announced that South by Southwest was coming to Sydney and, um, you know, many people said, oh, who are your speakers and what are your topics? And it's like, well, it's a futurist event. We, we're not going to tell, we're not going to make a decision a year out on because technology um, and creativity moves so quickly. We have an advisory board for each conference track of industry experts. We've had 1,700 conference sessions come through our session select which session select has a portion of public voting of which there was 106,000 votes um, from that session select that now goes to the advisory boards um, each conference track it's then discussed what are the future issues coming forward out of those panels and sessions what are most relevant to what's going to be happening in the next two years and even all the way through to 
2050. For the media and marketing conference tracks, we had 200 submissions just from agencies and media organizations, from some, you know, from industry leaders through to um, celebrities and uh, thought leaders. It's, um, you know, the enthusiasm for wanting to be involved in South by Southwest and share your thoughts on the future has been fantastic. And who do you have on the advisory board from that media and marketing world? Who is helping you make those decisions? I don't have that in front of me right now. We have a, a huge team of, uh, you know, experts. Obviously, I, I, I'm overseeing a whole event, but you've got Sonella Kernabone, who uh, curated TED X for a long time, who is our overall head of conference programming. Then we have a whole tech and innovation team we have a conference track leads for market for the media track for the marketing and advertising track um then across that there are five industry um uh, you know experts for each um conference track uh, the one i talk to the most um is obviously sparrow um you know uh, Greg Graham um, is a good example of a industry advisor that works for with us around the uh, media and marketing track. Let's talk about the business side of things. Um, tickets running from looking on the website from around about a thousand dollars to two thousand dollars. Um, how many do you need to sell for this to be viable? South by Southwest isn't just about selling tickets there are so many other revenue streams and also participation opportunities we don't judge the event by how many tickets we sell we judge the event by who participates in it and what their outcomes are from the event to put it into context this is a huge event we're talking between fifteen and 20,000 registered industry people. On top of that, you've got prosumers, as we call them, or cultural enthusiasts that are also part of the event. There are public events. There are events that allow wristbands to get into gaming sessions or music sessions. Um, film sessions. It's a very difficult to just say, this is how many tickets you sell. Uh, the best way to look at it is that there'll be more than 100,000 people participating in some way in South by Southwest Sydney. And that's interesting because I suppose um, the, the question is, um, hey, look, you know, as someone who, you know, certainly in other parts of, 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 of my career was, was involved in putting on conferences in Sydney. It was always that balance of how many people came from Sydney and how many people were willing to travel in either just from, you know, Melbourne or other cities or more widely internationally. What are you now? I, I presume the reason why destination New South Wales is, a, is a financial supporters because they want to bring people in from outside. What are you seeing the kind of mix of attendees? So far, the participation in the event, if you look at the session su select submissions, if you look at, we've had 2,500 artist submissions, we've had almost 1,000 
screen submissions. Um, our gaming submissions have just opened up. Startup pitch submissions will open uh, in June. Across all of those submissions so far, we're looking at about 30% international submissions. Then with the registrants so far, we're looking at about 50% is from outside of Sydney. And would that be about what you, you've been hoping for? In some cases, it's more than what we were hoping for. Now, you you mentioned, obviously, there are, you know, with any event like this, it, it is a more complicated model than just selling tickets. Um, sponsorship is another important um, element, I'm sure. Um, how are you going so far for support from sponsors? Oh, it's incredible. We've been overwhelmed with enthusiasm. But there's two parts to this, Tim. Part one is those that know South, South by Southwest, the brands and the organisations that have been to South by Southwest and understand what this event is, uh, like, are, are the ones that we've been uh, you know, inundated with going, wow, we're in, we so want to be involved, this is where we want to do our house or this is where we want to do our networking drinks or this is the conference track we want to be involved in or this is uh, the major event that we want to be involved in. Um, and then the second part of that is uh, the brands, organisations, participants that are like, wow, we want to be involved in this. We've heard all about it. How can we be involved? So there's two parts of that. But overall, we have you know, more than 500 uh, brand and organisational conversations going on right now about partnerships for the event. But it's done at so many different ways and levels. And you know, our message and what we talk about is what does success look like for you for South by Southwest? Because everyone sees South by Southwest through a different lens. Someone that goes to South by Southwest for music is different than someone that goes for tech and innovation. They're different parties and events, although there is a lot of convergence. So, uh, you know, I am absolutely ecstatic with uh, the enthusiasm. And over the next 30 days, you're going to see a rollout of various major sponsors. And as you know, we've already got a lot of brands that have uh, that uh, we've announced are working with us from WPP, working on the advertising and marketing track. Um, you've got Young Henry's, which we chose deliberately out of all the enthusiasm around, um, you know, alcohol. Young Henry's, a Sydney brand, um, an independent brand, uh, um, you know, beer company, working, um, you know, as you know, it, around the algae project of making beer using um, you know, uh, powered by algae um, in conjunction with UTS. For us, that's what represents what South by Southwest is. So you're, you know, as we've been talking about, um, mainly from a music background, um, what what have you learned about the Australian media and marketing industry scene over the last year since you started this role? Um, and how have you found getting closer to that part of the industry? I've been welcomed by the industry, which has been fantastic. There's, uh, you know, a lot of people in the industry that I do know um, for a, a very long time, whether it works with uh, advertising and agencies from anything from when we were doing Adele through to doing a Kid Leroy tour. 
Um, so, we, you know, I do have close relationships with the advertising and marketing industry. Um, what have I learned? It's everyone is a futurist. Everyone wants to talk about the future. And that's what South by Southwest is. It's about opening up conversations, the optimistic ones and the pessimistic ones around what the future is. And that's what South by Southwest does, is what does success look like for you and how can you help? One of the, when we ask how can we help, one of the questions that, or one of the answers that we get from so many brands and organizations is, talent recruitment, the talent recruitment issue right now, particularly at graduate level. So what we did is we looked at that and we said, well, why don't we give a free expo pass to every university graduate in Sydney, possibly New South Wales, possibly throughout the whole region? Let's let's our tech and innovation expo um, let's let the graduates, um, you know, get in. Let let the graduates, um, you know, see the brands and meet the organisations. That's an example of how we're working with the industries to help them, um, you know, with solutions for the future. And I found, and this is a, a slightly cynical question, I guess, about the media and marketing industry. But I, I found myself thinking about it as you were you were answering my previous question. Do you find that? I'm going to have a guess that disproportionately the number of people you talk to in the media and marketing industry who are of the opinion they should be on the stage rather than the audience is probably a bit higher than most, I'm guessing. Is that is that a fair observation? No, I don't think so, Tim. Firstly, there's an important point about South by Southwest that I'd like to make. Generally, in the events industry, People talk about talent and who's on the stage, right? And in some cases at particular events, um, all people, uh, they say it's all about the talent and we don't really mind who goes through the turnstile or who takes up the seats. That is not the case with South by Southwest. From my own experience and the experiences of many regulars that we've spoken to over the last year, the participant, the audience is the talent. Some of the best learnings, some of the most interesting things I've seen, the most fun I've had have been with the participants, not the talent on stage. So I always say that there are two talents at South by Southwest. There is the talent on the stage and there is the talent in the seats and both are just as important as each other. And just before we get off the sort of the the the, the business side of things, um, are you are you budgeting for it to be profitable in year one, or is this something that is going to take a bit longer? It will probably take a bit longer, but there's a ten year plan around South by Southwest. We have this every year. What's important is that we get the DNA of the event right when. I was, uh, a, you know, a team of one in the beginning when this was the world's best kept secret uh, for a long time. I was walking around Sydney thinking, how do you replicate Austin? We don't replicate Austin. What we're doing is taking the DNA of what South by Southwest is and 
mixing that with the DNA of what Sydney is. And, you know, we will celebrate Sydney's beauty, but more importantly, we will show off Sydney's brains and culture. Now you mentioned uh, you mentioned there that initially you were that team of one. So yeah, you've been you've you've been doing it for a year now. Um, anything you would have done differently, knowing what you know now? Yes, I would of the level of enthusiasm and the level of uh, you know the amount of uh, uh, you know participants that well that, that want to be involved in the event was huge and when we announced on June 30 we were it was an avalanche of enthusiasm and still is so you know what would i have uh you know what have i learned from this is that um even though i understood um what an incredible event it, this is and what an incredible uh, opportunity this is for Sydney, for Australia, and for the APAC region. Uh, I just was not prepared for the avalanche of enthusiasm that hit us immediately. That's interesting. Yeah, do you know, it's it's funny. I remember talking to someone from the media and marketing world, and this was a while back, and I I think I've seen them on the program now, so they they obviously got there, but but was saying in a sort of frustrated way, I just want to help these guys, and I'm struggling to talk to anyone so it sounds like that was a that was a bit of a common experience when everyone wanted to talk to you at once then in the beginning yes you know you're starting we couldn't go out and hire people tim because it was such a well-kept secret we couldn't use recruitment companies we couldn't you know we had to keep this event so secret we had a very very small team prepare for that launch on june 30 and come that, you know, from 10 a.m. onwards, it was just bang. My inbox just went absolutely insane. Um, we have a fantastic team on board now. We have incredibly experienced. We have a full-time team of 40 people. Uh, we have, uh, you know, many, many contractors, consultants, and the volunteer program that gets announced later in the year up closer to the event and um, all the uh, people that will be working on the the event, as you could imagine, is just a huge amount. You said 40 full-time people. Yeah. Wow, that's a big team. It's a big event. Now, um, as we mentioned a couple of times, you have done events before. You were boss of Fairgrounds Festival in New South Wales um, when you were with Inertia. Um, now, because of COVID, that had to be cancelled, I think, three times in a row. That must have been awful. Not just the events industry, but, you know, COVID was awful for the, 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 you know, the gig economy at so many levels. Um, it, it's not just about us and the participants um, that COVID affected. You know, you think uh, it's about the crew. It's about the the you know the the production crew, the curation crew. It, you know, COVID affected so many different industries in so many ways, and I'm just glad that 
you know, connection is so important and everyone is back and wants to be connected. And that's what South by Southwest will bring as well. And because of that South by Southwest name, um, expectations are really high. Are you, are you going to meet them? Oh, absolutely. Quality is important, not quantity. Although you've got plenty of quantity as well. (laughs) Well, we do, Tim, but, but in, you know, uh, South by Southwest in Austin is, you know, more than, you know, 4,000 events, 4,000 media attend South by Southwest in Austin. They have two and a half thousand, uh, you know, artists and films and, and, you know, and the tech industry that turns up is, um, you know, it, it's just huge. So, are we going to be the same size as Austin year one? No. Are we going to have the same level of quality of speakers, of participants, of talent? Absolutely. That's what is important. And to replicate what is in the DNA of, of sometimes, as I tell people, Imagine going to a conference with the vibe of Glastonbury. That's what South by Southwest is. And Colin, uh, finally, a question we ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What would your supporters say about you? And what would your critics say about you? Exactly the same thing. My supporters would say that I am passionate about the creative industries and about art. And uh, my critics would say that I'm too passionate about the creative industries and art. I chose, yeah, I was a DJ when I started out in my uh, in my teens, but I chose after that that my role, the role of anyone that's ever worked in a team with me, will tell you that we serve the art. We serve the creativity. The creativity and art does not serve us. We serve them. And that message is drilled into the whole South by Southwest team. We are here. We serve the creative industries to put this event on for what the creative industries want this event to be. That is our role. And to finish, as Bob Dylan said, the key to success is never thinking you've arrived. Well, Colin, best of luck with with year number one. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Tim. It was an absolute pleasure to talk with you. Today's episode was edited by the fine folk at Abe's Audio. More soon. Toodle pet. Unmade. Podcast edit by Abe's Audio.